Hello, everybody, and welcome to this second season of uh, Richa's section. Ebar, I mean, Bohut, Belek Belek Horner topic is over discussion group. So, so, first episode is here on the screen right now. For the first episode, we have Dipanch Singla, who is the who is the senior business development manager of University of Canada West. And he will be answering us some, some, to some various, cru various crucial questions, which in, uh, evolves around our mind for studying abroad, specifically in Canada. So enjoy the podcast. Dipanch, we are live. Hi, Osman. Uh, thank you so much for inviting me. I'm uh, pretty excited to speak to your audience and uh, to know like what are the doubts to give them more clarity about studying in abroad or studying in Canada in general. So uh, just a message for the audience. If you have any question, please feel free to ask on the comment section and we will try to clear uh, as many questions uh, as possible. Okay, so let's start the podcast. So first of the base, First comes the basic discussion about why study abroad. Like there are various other universities in India, like to be precise, a good or great university. So why students should study abroad, or why it is so to study great to study abroad? No, I think also that's a really good uh, question. To be honest, I can speak about this question because I've experienced it myself. Uh, I was working in Africa for five years. And I was part of this international community, which is ISEC, which is like world's largest youth organization. And uh, so I, I was a product of like a multicultural environment. And uh, as a matter of fact, what I am today is because of that experience, because of that travel, because of uh, meeting so many people from different culture, from different countries. And I think that multicultural aspect that you get when you study, uh, go outside to study abroad is unparalleled to any experience it grows you in multiple ways um, it gives you exposure it uh, it widens your horizon it changes the way you view the world so that's why it's very important because if you study in indian university to be honest you don't get that particular diversity maybe you get diversity in terms of like india because india is also uh, rich with different culture different religion and everything else but uh, if you go and study abroad, so you get a very big global pros perspective. So if you want to uh, project yourself globally, if you want to become a global leader, if you want to become a global citizen, uh, then definitely studying abroad is one of the best decisions that a student can take. Okay, so now, since we talking about the specific mindset of the Indian parents, they are not yet uh, comfortable to send their students to study abroad to be specifically for the reason that how will they manage to study it all alone because in india to be precise india is very large to be precise so in a large subcontinent like india we can study in bangladesh nepal bhutan and various other universe uh, countries so but studying in india also it's difficult but when we talk about studying abroad it is a, the biggest question which comes in the minds is that how will the student manage because ma because it is all alone when you study abroad you have 
you have to do it all alone from cooking to earning money to from college fees and everything you have to manage it all alone so so what is the answer for this question no i completely resonate with you if i was a parent myself then i would be a little skeptical of my kid you know going abroad and managing things on their own but that's the challenge that's the learning right um unless you leave the kid alone he won't learn he won't learn to be independent he will always be dependent on his parents and that's why it's very important for them to take that decision of going abroad and managing things on their own maybe related to finance like for example i'll give you a very uh, very practical example like indian university they don't teach us personal finance like i didn't know about personal finance like till the age of 25 26 i didn't know about investment uh, till that age because it was wasn't taught to me by my school and that's a basic knowledge even if you haven't taken finance as a major this is something that you need to know in order to survive life in order to have a better quality of life right uh, these things are not taught so i think it's because of the lack of information lack of exposure with the indian parents and i think uh indian parents also think from the financial aspect because i think majority of the population in india are not able to afford the education which is related to study abroad but uh to be honest uh, to uh, be completely honest i think it does not cost that much like we i know indian parents are very scared about it but it does not cost that much like speaking about university canada west in particular we are giving away so many scholarship now student can do an mba program Uh, if he has a good aggregate in 16 17 lakh 16 17 sola stara lakh and even you cannot do an mba in india with that much money and here we are giving two years mba with three years post study work permit in downtown vancouver with 100% placement so i think there is a lack of awareness uh, that would be my answer okay so talking about awareness we have to straightly draw into the education system like if we talk about like the states of the northeastern region we are totally unaware of how to study abroad how to approach to the various things and what are, we are totally lack of inform we have totally lack of information me specifically studying in noida have a good amount of opportunity to visit various study centers various counseling centers etc etc which is situated in the delhi ncr region but talking about northeastern states it is only situated in one city that is known as guwahati or it is totally grand gradually shifting to other cities also but not in that rapid rate so how will you like like to spread an awareness about studying in abroad specifically in canada and what are the things that students should keep in mind before for thinking of studying abroad? i think osman it's not lack of information i think it's too much information it's like paradox of choices right and i mean there is google and there is internet access in northeast as well right and there is internet access there is google and there is tons of information and that's a problem it's it's because there is a lot of information and student get confused uh, so i think a young leader like you you know you should open up a education center in northeast because you are from that region you know the where uh, there is a gap and you should open uh, such institute and get that experience from noida or maybe by studying abroad and come back and give back to society give back specifically to your society hmm. okay so that's what our base my startups or my organization which sick objective is two of our co me and my one of the co-founder is from emity and one is from sam 
so we have both the both together we have seen what is the problem and we have suddenly came together to find a solution which is indeed important for the students to get it so my second second question is that uh, why canada why not any other country i think it's the most immigrant friendly country in the world it's a very safe choice and i think uh, i mean the education is equally good in uk as well as the us uh, but canada specifically because it's a very immigrant friendly country it's very easy to settle down it's very easy to get a permanent residency it's very e uh, easy to settle down and get a post study work permit so it's a rather safe choice i mean students who go to us and uk there are still chances they might come back to india right they might not find job and it's is the case with a lot of students but uh, in canada that is uh, rarely the case because you get a post study work permit rights you're able to work and then you are eventually you can apply for a permanent residency and that's the sole reason i mean uh why canada and it's very close to us uh so us is as we know is the world leader in terms of opportunity it's very close to us like their borders uh are next to each other so um and canada as a country as well i mean the economy is thriving and uh, it's uh, they have a lot of tech companies they have a lot of manufacturing as well which is happening in canada so i think uh, i think uh, it's a, it's a very very safe choice it's a, it's like very good return on investment i would say okay the roi of what study abroad cost is very good in canada that's why i myself is targeting to study in canada after i complete my graduation so when are you completing i'm completing by 2022 let's see if everything goes well and if the covid 19 does not arrives again with the third wave then i'll be going to the targeting to go abroad or specifically in canada germany and other countries so my talking about covid 19 the most important question which arised in the mind and i hope with every student also it will arise is that uh how to tackle the how to study abroad or how to uh, study abroad during covid-19 pandemic because if it have becomes online again and then it is like totally a waste of money sort of a thing because nobody wants to study online if they are want they, they have applied for a offline study paying full fee i understand the perspective but there is another perspective to it see not studying online is not an option in the future i mean you will have offline classes but it's more likely the best case scenario is you will have blended some offline and some online classes and regarding uh, saying that okay you want to study in canada that's why you paid so much of money i think ca canadian government specifically is giving a lot of benefits now student who study online can still get post study work permit after they completed online they are still eligible for post study work permit in canada so later on they can go as we know that uh, people have learned to start live with it i mean that's the reality of it they will get the vaccine most of the canada is already vaccinated they will get the vaccine and they will move on with their lives i mean students are still flying to canada uh, canadian embassy is still giving out the visas so everything is still happening it's just the way it happens has changed maybe delayed a bit but uh, it has not stopped see immigration especially immigration it has been happening from the very very prehistoric time i mean when christopher columbus landed to america for the first time right that was also kind of immigration so uh, you cannot stop him, uh, people from immigrating that's been happening from like thousands of years ago and that will keep happening 
in the coming thousands of years ago. Okay, so now talking about uh, what is the specific experience what students get of, if they want to study in Canada, number one, and specifically in University Canada West. The experience is pretty awesome. It's very wholesome because uh, of the location. I think uh, they should consider a good university, but they should also consider a good location because good location can make a lot of difference. So you might be getting a better university in a bad location and you might be getting an average university in a better location. I would, uh, and my experience with thousands of students say that, that I would rather choose an average university with a good location because it's all about the networking. It's all about the exposure that you get. And in a good location, you get a very good exposure. Speaking about University Canada West, which is also known as UCW, uh, it's in downtown Vancouver, right in the heart of the city. So we are not located in the countryside like a lot of other universities does. We are a city-based university. We are city-like university, which is based right in downtown Vancouver. So students get ample of opportunity, like even if they go out for a beer for dinner or maybe they go out for lunch, right? They meet a lot of entrepreneurs, they meet a lot of executives from global company. And that's how they are able to network and uh, slowly get into this field. So that's very important. Uh, UCW has a very robust career service team. That's why we have 100% placement rate. And uh, we are also very positively priced. If you see about the pricing, the return on investment is really good. And I think every student should look at return on investment. I mean, you might be aiming for Ivy League, but Ivy League cost a bomb. I mean, they cost you one crore, right? And with, with the COVID and everything, the things have been changing really fast. So I'm not sure if it's worth it. You will be in loan and debt for the, at least 10, 15 years, right? You will have to pay a monthly EMI. But with UCW and all, you can pay your debt like in just one or two years. So which is a great, great return on investment. And so students should, if they're going for a business degree, they need to think like an entrepreneur. That's what I believe in. And if you speak about me thinking like an entrepreneur, I would rather go to University Canada West and spend only 16, 17 lakhs than spending one crore and be in debt for the rest of my life. True. So talking about debt and the other financial things, one important question which came to my mind is about financing the study abroad program. Because as we all know, financing the study abroad program is quite expensive. We can say that if you you've already mentioned that about this Ivy League universities, it cost around one crore, 1.5 crore for an MBA or an MS in various business courses. And talking about in in the UK, it cost around, we can say it cost around 30 to 40 lakhs if we go to King's College or LSE. So what is how the students will able to, my question was that, how will students able to finance the thing? because there are various th such things as loan and other things. So if it, it would be great if you could enlighten us with this. See, Osman, I'm not saying that uh, one should not go to King's College or London School of Economics. I think one should have a bit of a self-reflection and see what is the bottom line. Like, what does it want by the end of it? Going without a name is a stupid idea for sure, especially study abroad. So that's why I always say, like, you need to have a bottom line. Like, why you are going, you need to have certain objectives. Uh, if you will go clueless, you will return back clueless. Uh, now speaking about the financial aspect, yes, uh, it's a bit of a bottleneck for sure, especially for the Indian student. Uh, I think there are various loan, loan options that happens without collateral. So they need to have a bit of a saving for sure. So for the students, I will advise if you are looking to study abroad, then 
uh, once you get employed after the college, right? Maybe just work for a couple of years, save like five, 10 lakh rupees. And then uh, with the loan and everything, you can make it possible. So uh, you should start saving early on. Like most of the students obviously do not do not save early on. But if you have a goal of studying abroad, you should start investing and saving so that you have a bit of a buffer so that you can go. I mean, if your parents can sponsor you. OK, so Dipansh, it would be great if you have some of the documents or the uh, about the courses which is available and so that it would be more easier for the viewers for us viewers who are viewing us to see this if you have it you can share it here so that it would be easier for them i don't have the document at disposal but i can certainly send you the document and you can probably put it on the comment section uh but yeah university canada west has mba program uh, like i said it's a two-year program we do not require gmat i think more and more university and colleges are moving away from the standardized test because it does not serve the purpose of judging a particular person or uh, evaluating a particular profile. And uh, yeah, we do not require GMAT. It's a two-year program with a post-degree permit right up to three years and with the 100% placement rate and with only like 16, 17 lakh rupees. So it's a really, really good deal. Only student, what they need to do is give IELTS and they need to have 55% marks and above in their graduation. That's the only requirement. Okay, so like, Various universities have one of the options in their mind that if they have studied like around 15 years of their education, academic field, academic years in English, they don't need, don't, they don't mind, need IELTS. So what is your say on that? that whether no, also, they need also, That's not the case with Canada. Canada, you need IELTS for sure. You no matter uh, what you have studied and everything, if you are a foreign national, if you're not Canadian, if you're not born in English speaking country or studied in English speaking country, you definitely need IELTS. So IELTS is mandatory. There is no way around it. Okay. So what, what is, can you please uh, differentiate? What is the difference between IELTS and TOEFL? That's a, it's just two different standardized tests. I mean, IELTS contains the way it happens is a little bit of different. The structure of the exam is a little bit of different. It just, but the basic idea is same. They test the English proficiency of a particular candidate. So both are exam is just conducted in a separate way and separate format. That's it. Okay. So now we could once again say it about uh, Canada is quite favorable for the Indian students. So like I would also uh, take this chance to ask some more question is that but I, again, one thing why vancouver why not uh, toronto and other things like other other uh, countries uh, sorry other okay. cities again I, I i'm not saying that you should not go to other cities all right it depends on the bottom line what do you want mm -hmm. actually but mm -hmm. I, if speak about vancouver vancouver has a better location uh better weather as well and it is also known as silicon capital of canada and it is one of the best uh, most living city the best with the best quality of life in the world so yeah i mean these are the positive points of vancouver but uh, it depends on what you want right which industry you are going in maybe there's a better industry in vancouver as compared to uh, canada so you have to see the both as aspect okay it's like studying in delhi and studying in mumbai or hyderabad mm. it all depends so why what is vancouver specifically like uh, 
based on like if you say Mumbai is a financial capital, Bangalore is IT capital, and so far and so forth. So what is like can uh, this Vancouver specifically famous for? And what is famous for being the IT capital of Canada? I mean, there are so many tech com companies there, and <laughs> so many startups, and that's why it's known as Silicon Capital of Canada in particular. Okay. So now let's move forward with the Q&A session. I would like now like to invite the representative representative of the Handy Girls College to our to our screen, and so that she could ask some of the questions, which is according to her. And most importantly, she is studying in Assam, so she would know more questions than me, which is centered to the state of Northeast and Assam. Sure. So here we have. Hello, good. Thanks for having me. I'm really privileged. Uh, uh, so, uh, well, we asked. Well, we asked some of our students what sort of questions they would like to ask, and on that regard, uh, well, some of the things you have obviously discussed previously, but since these are the questions that came up so often, uh, so that is why we would like to ask those. And one of the first thing is obviously since we we the students of Assam are not really exposed as much, so we are confused about the admission procedure in general. So would you like to like elaborate on how the procedure works right from the form fill up till the final admission? Uh, nice to meet you, Nishiganda. Right? Am I might pronouncing yeah. your name right? Yeah, uh, yeah, you are. Perfect. I mean, that's a really good question. I think uh, like we were speaking earlier with Osman as well. I think uh, that it's not the case that there is uh, no information, but it's the case there is a lot of information. And that's why student gets really confused. And there's a bit of like a paradox of choices, which one to pick, like there's so many options, right? I think uh, that's why the role of uh, educational advisors comes into place. So that's why if even if you go to the particular university website, you will leave the details, particular advisor will give you a call and explain you the complete process. Usually the process is very, very uh, straightforward that you go to the application portal of a particular university, you submit your document and you click on apply button and pay some application fee and you're done. Uh, all you need to know is the admission requirement. So what I would suggest is to the student is go to the university website and just specifically type admission requirement and you will get to see like these are the admission requirement that I need to fulfill. For example, University Canada West, you need to have given your IELTS score. Like I was speaking to Osman as well, like so many students have confusion if they have English, they are studying in English, whether they would require IELTS or not like English standard test. But that's the case. They will require it. I mean, in Canada, if they want to study, they for sure need IELTS. They cannot, we cannot wave it off. No other university can wave it off. Even students with the MBA, GMAT score, they need to give IELTS as well. So there's a bit of information uh, those are missing. And that's why it's it's very good to go to a particular university website, learn about the university admission requirement and contact the student advisor. Okay, thank you so much for answering this question. Now, on this regard, we'd like to ask another question. That is, um, often there's a uh, there's sort of um, idea amongst us that we are not really like deserving to go there because we are not we are average students. We are not like intelligent enough. We are not scoring enough. So, could you say how much of like an average score or whatever the criteria is that we can aspire to have if we want to move into Canada or? Canada West. 
uh, see Nishiganda, it's not it's not about getting into the best university it's always about getting into the right fit university what is right for you right and there are so many university options that even an average student can get into and it all depends on what do you want what is the bottom line so that's definitely not the case and you should not have that perception that if you're average you cannot get into any other university it's about the right fit right obviously not uh, not all the student will get into harvard right but uh, there are so many universities out there and good university and students have really really bright future after studying from those university so it's all about like finding the right fit for yourself and going into it. So there is a right fit university for every student out there. Okay, thank you so much for that answer because that motivates us to kind of look forward to it a little bit more. Um, another thing which comes up a lot amongst us is that the financial situation. I know we you have talked about it previously as well, but since this question again comes up a lot, so I'd like to ask still anyway. So how much of an like average saving should we have to even like think about going forward? Because going abroad is quite expensive. Even going to another city, living a hometown is quite expensive. Then living on their own is another deal. So what sort of saving, what sort of expenditure are we looking for? See, if, if there is a will, there is a way. That's for sure. So is even student work part-time jobs after moving to Canada and they are able to survive. So obviously you can manage your expenses. Sometimes uh, the financial aspect uh, is act as a mental block more than a, a real fraud block for the students. And they are not able to overcome that mental block that they have in, in their mind. But I would guess if they are not uh, sponsored by their uh, parents at all, then they should have a saving of around five to 10 lakhs. And at these point of time, like the, the kind of innovation is happening, the kind of the cryptocurrency and all of those things are happening, five to 10 lakh. Uh, if, a, if a student is smart, uh, he or she can do it for sure. Okay, thank you. Uh, again, stressing on the topic a little bit more. Uh, financial aids and scholarships, is a University of Canada West all offering any to immigrants? Financial 100%. aids and scholarships. We are offering scholarship. We are offering, in fact, a lot of scholarship anyone uh it depends on the gpa the more the gpa the more the scholarship for example for the mba program uh, we are offering scholarship up to ten thousand canadian dollar so if you have 80 percent above marks you will get ten thousand canadian dollar and your tuition fee will come down to only twenty four thousand canadian dollar which is again around 16 17 lakh rupees only and even in india you cannot do an mba with 16 17 lakhs yeah that's right Okay, um, since you have talked a lot about how Vancouver is the IT capital of Canada and how there are so many technical uh, courses that we can do in your university, um, since I'm a literature student, I would like to mostly focus on the fine arts aspect. So is there, like, is your university, University Canada West or any other Canadian university good for fine arts and literature and other such social science courses? Finance and literature are quite different, I would say. Uh, yeah, of course, it is different, but still, finance, like mostly uh, humanistic approach. Okay. So there are there are a lot of good liberal arts college in Canada. I would say you can go to the website as well. I mean, there are so many aggregators of all the universities. You can go to the particular website and learn about, select your course, and you will find a lot of options. Uh, if you speak about finance, that University of Canada West has an MBA with a specialization in finance. Even for class 12 student, we have Associate of Arts with a focus area in accounting and marketing. 
so yes we do have an option for finance but we are more mostly business and technology focused uh, school rather than going on to the literature or humanities uh, we are not the right fit for them okay that's all right and finally the last question that i would like to ask here is that um well most of the students have some sort of a fear about leaving the hometown and leaving the country is a huge deal in india because that's not really done much and it's not a practice so how should we address that fear uh, nishikanta i think uh, mostly the parents have that fear i think students want to yeah. <laughs> go out uh, i think i have whoever student i have met especially like i am i'm from punjab uh, born and brought up here so especially the students i have met here like most of them want to go outside uh, so i haven't met students who are scared of going out uh, to be honest uh, but uh, see world is full of possibilities and opportunities and you need to take that leap of faith uh, you need to have that particular trust and i think there comes a little bit of spiritual aspect as well you need to have trust and faith that there is some plan for you if a particular opportunity is coming to you it means it's part of the big plan that is there for you and you should 100% opt for it and go out and take that leap of faith and i think uh, i haven't met a student who has regretted going abroad and you know uh, maybe they miss home and stuff but they learn from it i think it's all about the learning and experiences are experiences whether good or bad i think uh, it makes you learn right and i this is the best age this is the best time to go out and world is so so connected and it's so easy to study abroad i mean imagine if you were in born in like 70s or 80s it was so difficult to move outside at that particular point of time but now it's so much easy with all the information on internet and otherwise well thank you so much for answering to our questions uh, this is all from handy girls college disputatio thanks awesome one for having us and yeah we would like to partner more with you perfect thank you nishikanta nice meeting you Yes. if it's possible please stay because we might have some more questions which might be related to your uh, you, to your college so yeah of course so first of all uh, one important question is that like what is like the can you please explain like about the difference between a report card or mark sheet and a transcript because maximum of the university needs the academic transcript but what we get from the university is the mark sheet so what is the main difference between academic transcript and academic mark sheet it's the same transcript equal to mark sheet transcript basically means mark sheet okay so do the student have to submit it on their own or do it do they have to submit through the college no. like no on their own they can do it no problem okay so that's the biggest thing now one important question which is like might be there with various viewers uh, mind is that about extracurricular activities and other things this resume what to be more precise no 100% resume is important extracurricular is important like uh, you need to be an active student so obviously if you want to increase your chances in a particular university or college and your grades are not very good then obviously you fill that gap with extracurricular activities maybe participating in debate competition maybe being part of the ngo maybe having a part time work experience in a particular company so that definitely helps with your statement of purpose as well as setting up a good profile like if you are applying to a competitive school then definitely you are in a pool right there is a competition and there is limited seats so that extracurricular activities can give you a particular edge to get 
ahead of other students. Okay, Dipanj, now we have the coordinator of Cotton, Univer Cotton University, which is one of the finest university in the state of Assam and also in the Northeast. So I would like to take him on the stream so that he could also ask some of the question to you. Of course. Okay, so here, here you go. Let me introduce Madhu Jamande Deka. He is the coordinator for Cotton University, is uh, the boys' hostel and the girls' hostel. So here it is. Madhu, are you there? I guess internet issues. I guess we lost him again, like uh, due to internet, some of the internet connection issues. So now let us now let us wait for some one or two minutes. If we can join in, then we can. Uh, Osman, I honestly have uh, five more minutes that I have another okay, cool. call. So uh, I so think here Manu is there in the line. So here it is. Here is Manu Chomandeka, the coordinator for Cotton University. Yes, Manuja, you can turn off your camera if, if it is an internet issue. Am I audible, Manuja? Yes, Yes, am I audible? You can turn off your camera if it is an internet issue, then you can ask. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, there, there, there was a slight uh, problem of the net. So I was getting some trouble to join. Uh, actually, uh, first of all, hello everyone this uh, evening. Dipan uh, Singla uh, sir and my friend Asamon. I am very glad to be here to be a part of this show. Uh, I am a student of the Cotton University and I reside in RKB Boys Hostel. And uh, uh, we can we can say that uh, as a as a student of Cotton University. Sorry, Devans, for that. If you are having some serious network issues. Marija, you are not audible. Marija, you are not audible. Sorry, you are not audible. Your voice is breaking down. 
Yes, I can see you. Awesome, and I think uh, it is taking a bit of a time. I can have a closing comment if you want me to. Uh, you can continue the conversation. Obviously, I have briefed you regarding a lot of points. Uh, now, do you have any closing question for me? Okay, so just wait a second. He is again back. Let's try for last time. So. I guess again he's having some network issues. So we can Manager, can you hear me? It's if it's there. Sorry, Marijo, for like you're having a serious network issues and we are not able to hear you. Osman, any uh, closing comment that you would like any question before I uh, leave this chat? Okay, so any the closing comments will be that uh, it would be great if uh, Nishikanda, it would be great if you also come in the line. Yeah, hey. Okay. So the closing comments would be, it would be that if it would be great if we could initiate a thing which could help the students or and also the education diaspora in the northeastern region uh, regarding study abroad and how if we can do that how and what's the procedure like if any colleges wants to collaborate or any university wants to collaborate with university of canada west punch yeah sorry uh, can you come again okay so um, my question was that if uh, it would be great if we those who have collaborated with us for this podcast and or co-presented with us for this podcast if you could come together and work for the development of the educational diaspora in the northeastern region and and specifically yeah, no, in I think uh, Madhurjia and Nishikinda that's a message for you as well uh, including Osman that if you have any question if a particular student want to study specifically in University Canada West so you can definitely uh, connect me with those students I'm more than happy to guide either me or one of my colleagues will be able to guide them and will be able to sort them out for sure okay and one final question will be that if we what is the procedure if any college or university wants to partner or collaborate together for study abroad if it's possible the college, I mean, there is a bit of a process that is involved. I need to have uh, uh, directly with the head of the college a uh, conversation uh, regarding the collaboration. And it, it depends on what kind of collaboration they want and what kind of deliverables will be from uh, both the ends. So obviously, uh, we can uh, we can uh, think about it. It's just that the it has to be uh, done through the right channel and through the right person in charge. Okay, so it was great having you, and thank you for your time. No, thank you, you so much, podcast. Osman. I really love your podcast. I hope uh, you get a lot of views and you keep uh, uh, being consistent on it. And uh, uh, the way you guys are trying to make a difference in the northeastern region, especially with the education sector, is commendable. So uh, kudos to you guys and all the best. 
Thank you. And here we conclude to the first episode, season one, first step, season two, first episode of session, which was decoding studying, studying in Canada and also studying in abroad. So thank you for joining us and we'll see you next week with another important topic and another important discussion. Thank you. Good night.